Welcome to the Satiated Podcast, where we explore physical and emotional hunger, satiation, and healing your relationship with your food and body. I'm your host, Stephanie Mara Fox, your somatic nutritional counselor. Before we dive in today, if you've been loving the Satiated Podcast and finding great support from it, there are many ways to give back to the show. In the show notes, you will find my Amazon affiliate link to use to make your Amazon purchases, which will kick a few cents my way. You will also find my affiliate link to my favorite protein powder, Equip. And when you use the code STEPHANIEMARA at checkout, you'll get 15% off. Last, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, you can tip the show $3, $5, $8, or $10 a month. And once 20 people have joined Satiated Plus, I'm going to start offering Q&A and Ask Me Anything calls. If you're a supporter in Satiated Plus, you will receive an email with further details. All right, let's explore more on the history of somatics. You may hear body work and think of massages, yet hands-on body work can be so much more than this. Physical touch can be therapeutic in that it has a calming effect on the nervous system, helps to reduce stress, and promote physical relaxation. It can lower heart rate, blood pressure, cortisol levels, and supports the body with entering into a state of deep relaxation and rest. Therapeutic touch can release endorphins and help alleviate physical pain and discomfort. Touch has the power to convey empathy, compassion, and a sense of presence, which can be soothing in times of emotional dysregulation. Touch can contribute to developing a secure body image and cultivate self-acceptance. Touch can enhance body awareness and deepen the mind-body connection. By bringing attention to physical sensations and the body's responses, touch helps individuals become more attuned to their own bodies, facilitating a deeper understanding of their physical and emotional states. Today, in this ongoing history of somatics series, we're going to explore a few bodywork influences on the fields of somatics. And I want to start with a bodywork that holds a special place for me, as this work greatly affected my creation of somatic eating and was a part of my published thesis on how to cultivate a relationship with the gut brain. I will leave a link to that thesis if you'd like to read it in the show notes. Biodynamic massage was created by Gerda Boyesen in the 1970s. She claimed that the gut stores emotional energy to be released and integrated. Boyesen believed that the digestive tract is the most primitive and instinctual part of the body. She focused her therapeutic work on the gut for releasing undigested emotions. She named the digestion of life experience psychoperistalsis, which I just absolutely love. This is the healing mechanism in the body that provides a connection between psyche and soma and is tracked via sounds in the gut. Boyesen contended that sounds from the gut can be heard in a biodynamic massage session at times of insight or after a moment of expression and resolution. Here is a quote from her. 
Little by little, I came to understand the mechanism by which an incomplete vegetative cycle, which functions in the same way as Freud's pleasure-unpleasure cycle, is maintained in that state of non-completion by a very slight contraction of the muscles. At the outset, when the individual is in a situation of conflict, his muscular tension becomes very pronounced. By the time the situation ends, everything has been repressed. The tension cannot be seen and the person no longer feels it. All the same, a tiny, invisible contraction, a residual tension, persists in the muscles. It is this minimal residual contraction of the muscles that maintains the repression of feeling and prevents the vegetative discharge from occurring. So whenever emotions are repressed, there is nothing to be seen. The mechanism at work is simply the slight residual tension in the muscles. Only the skilled touch of the masseur can detect these invisible tensions, but they are the key to understanding how repression anchors the emotional energy in the muscles. Boyzen developed biodynamic massage as a way to access and work with the body's own natural rhythms and intelligence. She believed that the work has an inherent capacity for self-regulation and healing, and through skilled touch and presence, practitioners can support this process. From the Institute of Biodynamic Medicine, biodynamic massage techniques include harmonization, basic touch, emergency treatment, pulsatory touch, periost massage, energy distribution, emptying, deep draining, slash psychopostural treatment, and work on the aura and biofield or electromagnetic field of the body. All treatments aim to restore homeostasis and balance in the client in each and every session. Rolfing, also known as structural integration, has been transforming lives and bodies for decades. Rolfing was developed by Dr. Ida Rolf. Driven by her passion for understanding the human body's structural alignment, she developed a unique system of bodywork that aims to improve posture, movement, and overall well-being. Dr. Rolf believed that the body's structure, particularly the myofascial system, plays a significant role in one's physical and emotional health. Dr. Rolf recognized the interconnectedness of the body and the importance of aligning its structures for optimal functioning. Her approach involved deep tissue manipulation, movement education, and a focus on balancing the body's segments to create greater ease and efficiency in movement. Rolfing addresses the physical aspects of a person's experiences. It complements the psychotherapeutic process by providing a foundation of physical stability and integration. By releasing tension, improving posture, and promoting greater body awareness, Rolfing can help a person access and process emotions stored in the body. A typical Rolfing session involves hands-on manipulation of the body's myofascial tissues. The practitioner uses their hands, fingers, and sometimes elbows to apply pressure and release tension in specific areas. The goal is to bring the body back into alignment, addressing any imbalances or restrictions in movement. Clients are often actively engaged in the process, providing feedback and participating in movement exercises to reinforce the changes. Each session builds upon the previous ones, gradually working through the body's segments and integrating the changes. It's an approach that considers the individual's unique structure, 
movement patterns, and goals. Rolfing sessions can be intense at times, but the benefits such as improved posture, flexibility, and a greater sense of embodiment are often transformative. Rolfing has been beneficial for a wide range of individuals. Athletes have found it helpful for enhancing performance and preventing injuries. People with chronic pain, such as back pain or repetitive strain injuries, have experienced relief and improved functionality. Additionally, individuals seeking personal growth, self-awareness, and a deeper connection to their bodies have found rolfing to be a valuable tool. Its emphasis on structural alignment, movement, and body awareness has provided countless individuals with a pathway to healing. Cranial sacral therapy traces its roots back to the discoveries of Dr. William Sutherland. Dr. Sutherland explored the subtle movements of the cranial bones and their relationship to the central nervous system. He believed that these rhythmic movements held vital information about the body's health. His insights into the cranial bones' mobility and the cerebrospinal fluid's pulsations formed the basis for this gentle and non-invasive therapeutic approach. Cranial sacral therapy addresses the nervous system's regulation and the body's inherent capacity for self-healing. Through subtle touch and gentle manipulation of the cranial bones and tissues, cranial sacral therapy supports a person in accessing their innate healing resources. It provides a space for deep relaxation, release of physical and emotional tension, and the restoration of balance in the body-mind system. In a typical cranial sacral therapy session, the client lies fully clothed on a treatment table. The therapist uses gentle touch and palpation to assess the cranial rhythm and identify any areas of restriction or imbalance. Through subtle adjustments and holds, the therapist supports the client's nervous system in finding its optimal functioning. The therapy session is characterized by a deep sense of safety. Clients often report experiencing a profound sense of calmness, heightened body awareness, and a release of tension. It is common for clients to enter into a meditative state during the session. Cranial sacral therapy has been shown to be beneficial for individuals experiencing chronic pain, headaches, stress-related conditions, and trauma-related symptoms. It has also been used to support prenatal and postnatal care, promote relaxation, and enhance overall vitality and resilience. Ruben Feld Synergy emerged in the 1970s as Ilana Rubenfeld combined her background in movement, psychology, and healing modalities. Inspired by her beliefs in the interconnectedness of the body, mind, emotions, and spirit, Rubenfeld sought to create a comprehensive approach to support individuals in their healing journeys. Rubenfeld's vision was to integrate touch, talk, and movement into a method that addresses the whole person. Rubenfeld Synergy incorporates elements from various disciplines, including Alexander Technique, Feldenkrais, Gestalt, and Ericksonian Hypnosis. Some of these you've heard of in some of our past somatic history episodes. Rubenfeld Synergy offers a blend of verbal dialogue, gentle touch, and movement awareness to help individuals access the wisdom and insights held within their bodies. It provides a safe and nurturing space for clients to explore their experiences, emotions, and beliefs. From the Rubenfeld Synergy website, 
Rubenfeld Synergists is centered in the understanding that body-mind is inseparable. Memories, thoughts, and emotions are stored in the vast network of our body's nervous system, vital organs, and sensory apparatus. Our body-mind speaks to us through how we move, hold our bodies, experience pleasure and pain, relate to others. Synergists teach us to notice the language and metaphors of our nervous system and how with awareness, they can guide us to greater physical and emotional freedom. In a typical Rubenfeld Synergy session, the client is fully clothed and lies on a massage table. The practitioner engages in a dialogue, actively listening and guiding the client through explorations of their bodily sensations, emotions, memories, and thoughts. Touch and movement are used to support the client's self-awareness and facilitate deeper connections between the mind and body. The practitioner's touch is respectful, supportive, and non-invasive. It can range from light touch to deeper pressure, depending on the client's needs and preferences. The goal is to create a safe and trusting environment where the client can access their own inner resources and gain insights into their unique patterns and experiences. Emotional, somatic, and verbal expressions are reflected back to the client to support them with increasing their awareness of any incongruities between what they're saying, feeling, and doing. Through this process, a client's expression of their truth can become more integrated as they tap into their authentic selves. Rubenfeld Synergy has helped people seeking relief from chronic pain, stress-related symptoms, trauma, and emotional challenges. It has also supported personal growth, self-discovery, and increased self-awareness. Additionally, Rubenfeld Synergy has been used in the fields of bodywork, counseling, psychotherapy, and somatic education. The Rosen Method was created by Marion Rosen, who began studying touch therapy in 1936 with some of the leading innovators in body-oriented therapies in Europe. She worked with patients who were working with a Hungian analyst. This led her to explore how she could support her clients in accessing unconscious feelings through touch therapy. She discovered that tension in the body related to how well the muscles functioned and was related to the body holding emotions. Rosen recognized that the body holds valuable information and developed a method that combines touch, dialogue, and movement to create a safe space for individuals to explore and release physical and emotional tensions. Through touch and verbal communication, the practitioner helps clients access their body's wisdom, uncovering unconscious patterns and facilitating healing on a physical, emotional, and energetic level. The Rosen Method has supported individuals in movement and expression, cease old patterns that are creating tension in the body, cultivate awareness of the body, activate the parasympathetic nervous system, and bring consciousness to beliefs to release them. In a typical Rosen Method session, the client lies on a massage table, fully clothed like in a Robenfeld Synergy or Cranial Sacral Therapy session. The practitioner uses touch and hands-on techniques to support relaxation, release tension, and bring attention to areas of holding in the body. Through dialogue, the practitioner encourages clients to notice sensations, emotions, and memories that may arise. 
The focus of this session is on creating a safe and non-judgmental space where clients can explore their experiences and access their body's wisdom. The practitioner provides a compassionate presence, allowing the client to feel seen, heard, and supported in their healing journey. Rosen method has been used to address a wide range of conditions, including musculoskeletal issues, anxiety, depression, and emotional dysregulation. Rosen method has also been utilized in the fields of psychotherapy, bodywork, and personal development. So as we have been doing, let's connect this back with your relationship with food. If you did not receive enough touch as a child, if touch was traumatic or broke your boundaries, if touch felt unsafe, food came in to provide you with the safe physical contact you were needing. The catch-22 is that your body is holding on to these past memories of touch, feeling invasive or abusive or lacking. And to heal, you may need to include having your body be touched in a safe and supportive environment. You might spend some time reflecting on how much you were hugged as a child. What was touch like in your home growing up? Did touch feel safe and respectful between your parents? Between you and your parents? Between your parents and your siblings? Between you and your siblings? Well, bodywork has an immense amount of benefits. If your embodied memories around touch leaves you feeling tight, tense, constricted, and unable to breathe, you will want to slowly enter into bodywork with a practitioner that is also trauma-informed. The safer you feel in your body, the less food may be needed to support you in feeling safe. Part of the journey of having a more regulated relationship with food is about the food itself, and a larger part of this path is exploring how food has been supporting and protecting you. Keep being so very gentle with yourself on this journey. As always, I'm here for you every single step of the way. Next week, we will be exploring the child development and neuroscience influences on the field of somatics. Super excited to explore more with you. I hope you all have been loving this series so far. Feel free to email me any feedback or thoughts or insights or aha moments you're having from this little mini series we're doing at support at stephaniemara.com and I usually get back within 24 hours. Hope you all have a wonderful and regulating rest of your day and looking forward to connecting with you all again soon. Bye.